Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners, and welcome back to the podcast. I am coming at you today in a little bit of pain and discomfort. I don't think you can tell by looking at me, but I have kind of injured my neck. So I went to the gym on Monday morning. I was like, okay, ready to start my week. Monday morning is a brand new week. Let's be positive, excited. I'm going to start the day. I'm going to go for a walk. I went for a nice walk around the park. I went to the gym and actually I did my language study first. So I was off to quite a good start. And I went to the gym uh, about, you know, half past eight in the morning and I pulled something in my neck. To pull something, usually we say pull a muscle. This is where a muscle is stretched too much and it causes some pain. I pulled a muscle in my neck and it wasn't too bad at the time, but ever since then it got gradually worse and worse. And then for the rest of the day, I couldn't really do much. I couldn't really move my neck from side to side. And now it is Wednesday and it's still quite painful. Like I can I can move my neck like this now. It's much better actually, but I'm feeling a lot of pain around here. So it's improving slowly, but it's not comfortable. So I guess first of all, I should say, be careful if you're working out, if you're exercising, be careful. Don't push yourself too hard and make sure your form is correct. Your form is the position of your body. So make sure that is correct. However, I thought this would be a great opportunity to talk about working out and exercise. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about that. I can share with you what I'm doing and how I hurt my neck as well. (laughs) It's hurting sometimes when I move my arm, it hurts. Uh, I can also talk a little bit about uh, the benefits of exercise, the type of workouts you can do, uh, staying motivated, all that kind of stuff. I will also share ways in which I think language learning and exercise are similar. There's a lot of similarities that they have. And then I think I'll leave it for the private episode where I'll be talking about specific exercises and names for these exercises. But um, yeah, speaking of my neck, you don't notice, I think, until you hurt something, how connected all of your body is, right? You know, It's kind of easy to think your neck is just separate from everything else. But now I've hurt my neck, I realise all the muscles in your neck, they're connected to your arms, your legs, everywhere, you know. If I move my arm, I feel pain in my neck. If I kind of move my leg up, that moves my hip, which is somehow connected to my neck. It's all connected. And these small movements on the other side of the body are hurting my neck. It's amazing how many things are connected. So um, I guess it could be a bad thing, but also it's a good thing if you do some exercise like running then it's hopefully helping lots of your muscles, like your abs as well. It's not just your legs because everything's connected, right? 
that's my theory anyway you kind of you know health experts can let me know if i'm right i've kind of got into a nice routine recently i had got into a nice routine until i hurt myself where i wake up in the morning go to the gym uh, lift some weights do some leg work that kind of stuff and then i kind of cool down in the swimming pool which is a nice way to end the workout uh, workout by the way has many meanings when i use the word workout today it means exercise. So when you're working out, it means you're exercising, usually to build muscle or to lose fat. You're working out. Um, so I cool down by going in the pool. Cool down is what you do at the end of a workout when you do something to kind of stretch your muscles and kind of give them a break at the end. So if you just suddenly stop exercising, it's not ideal for your muscles. You need to have some time for your muscles to stretch and finish at the end of a workout. I think gentle swimming can be quite good for that, in my opinion. I've also noticed a really good connection between physical fitness and mental fitness. So the more time I spend in the gym and walking and moving, the more alert my brain is and ready to do things like work and language study. So if you're not currently doing much exercise, but you're learning English and you're studying very hard, you might consider trying to add some more exercise into your life and seeing how this benefits your learning. I think the brain is much stronger when you can you know, exercise your body as well. And I think you, you'll feel it. I think you'll feel it as well. So of course, that's one of the big benefits of exercise is the mental benefits you get from that. You feel more awake, you feel more alert and active. If you stay all day in bed, your brain will feel very sleepy, right? It's weird how that works. And contrary, contrary means the opposite, contrary to what a lot of people believe, I think exercise can sometimes give you more energy. You know, people will say, I'm too tired to exercise. But have you ever had that feeling where you exercise and then you feel kind of so awake for the rest of the day? So exercise in some weird way can give you energy. So even if you're feeling tired, give it a go and see how you feel afterwards. Exercise can definitely boost your energy levels. So to boost your energy is to increase your energy upwards. Something that I'm thinking about more these days as well is burning calories, burning calories. So something that is important if you don't want to gain weight is to make sure you're burning off calories from your food. So a calorie is like the unit of measurement for the energy in food. If you eat a cake that has 500 calories, you need to do lots and lots of exercise to burn off those calories. Burn off, you know, we use the word burn for calories and we add off to make a phrasal verb, which just means to get rid of those calories. If you eat something that's 100 calories and then you do 100 calories of walking, you will not gain any weight, right? Because you will have burnt off the energy with your exercise. So, you know, now that I'm getting slightly older now, I am realizing it's harder to stay in shape. It's harder to stay fit. You know, the older you get, I feel like the harder you have to work 
uh, compared to a teenager who they can be naturally quite slim, right? You know, they can eat a lot and not gain weight in many cases. So now that I'm getting slightly older, I need to think kind of focus more on calories and burning calories and not overeating. Something that I am starting to learn more about, but still far from an expert, is the different types of workouts you can do as well. So it's not just lifting weights, you know, there's many things you can do in the gym, such as cardio. Cardio is one type of exercise that involves things like running and jogging. It's things that get your heart beating quickly, these cardio exercises, right? Compare that to strength training. Strength training or what you might call resistance training. That's a good word, resistance training. Resist or resistance is where there's something pulling against something else. If you are lifting a weight, your arm is going up, the weight with gravity is pulling you down. So you're pulling up against the resistance. You can imagine if someone is trying to close a door you're trying to push the door. So you're fighting about the door. There's resistance there. Someone is closing the door. You are resisting the force of the door and pushing back on the door. So resistance training is just training your muscles with that force of resistance. Usually it's the resistance of gravity and a heavy weight, right? So that's one you could do, resistance training, Uh, Flexibility exercises is another one. Flexibility is your body's ability to flex. (laughs) If that doesn't make it any easier, it's how your body can move and the range at which your body can move. So things like yoga are very good for flexibility. For example, if you're standing up straight with your legs straight, can you bend over and touch your toes? If you can, you're a very flexible person. I, you know, I'm not quite there. I'm, I'm a little bit far off, but I'm not far away. So yeah, flexibility is good. I think flexibility is really, really useful in recovering from injuries. Maybe if I was more flexible, my neck injury wouldn't have been so serious. Perhaps, I don't know. But I think the most important thing in any kind of routine, but especially exercise, is just to stay consistent and stick to a routine, right? That's what I've been doing for the last two months now. I've been doing the same workout routine every week. It kind of changes a little bit, but I've been following the same routine uh, each month, basically. And I think if you want to see success, that is really what you have to do. You have to keep going because changes do not happen on a daily basis, Changes with uh, muscles and memory, things you learn, happen on a more long-term basis. So just like learning a language, as a preview for later, you have to do things on a daily basis if you want to see results. So stay consistent. For example, yesterday, I was really painful from my neck, so I couldn't go to the gym. I think it wasn't smart to go to the gym because when your body is injured, It's important to give yourself time to recover and get better. However, I didn't want to lose my habit. So I went to the gym and I just did some walking on the treadmill. Treadmill is the walking machine. I just went on treadmill. I did about 10 minutes of walking and then I went to fast walking. 
and then I stopped. And maybe the benefits on my body were quite low. It wasn't like a big workout. I didn't build any muscle, perhaps. But I think I did encourage that habit. You know, just going there, even a little bit is better than nothing. So think about that for yourself. So now before we move into the second section today, I want to share three expressions that you can use related to the gym. First of all, you want to hit the gym. Hit the gym. Now, I don't mean getting violent in the gym, but hit is a word that we often use that means kind of to go somewhere. Like hit the road is another example. To hit the gym just means to go to the gym. Very simple, but it's more casual, right? So you might say, after work, I'm going to hit the gym. I'm going to go to the gym. Really good expression that you can use. Once you do hit the gym, it's important to stay on track. Second expression. Stay on track, that just means keep your routine, keep going and don't give up. Stay on track and keep working out. I am planning to stay on track and keep consistent with my routine so that I can turn a little bit of fat into a little bit of muscle, hopefully. Let's see if that happens. And then finally, get back on the horse. So this is an interesting one, but this just kind of means to continue where you were before. If you get off the horse, you need to get back on the horse and continue your journey. I am taking a little break from the gym this week to allow my neck to heal, as I said, but I hope to get back on the horse, if not by the end of the week, by next week. I hope so. And that just means to continue my training at the gym, to get back on the horse, right? And by the way, we can use all of these for language learning as well. Rather than hit the gym, you would hit the books. You know, I'm going to hit the books and study English. Of course, you should stay on track if you say you'll study English. And if you forget about studying for a few days, maybe you're busy, you're lazy, whatever the reason, you need to get back on the horse and study again. So this is a reminder for you to get back on the horse and keep studying. Okay, so now I want to talk about the ways in which exercise, physical exercise, is similar to language learning. There are many ways and I think we can learn from these similarities. First of all, consistency is key. Consistency means doing something again and again on a regular basis and not giving up. I already mentioned this before, but just as regular exercise gives you more benefits, more muscles and more energy, then consistent language learning will do the same. If you're studying on a regular basis over a period of time, you will see much more benefit than if you do it sporadically. Sporadically means sometimes, randomly, not regularly. I guess sporadic is the opposite of the word regular. Another example in how they are similar is progression. Progression. This is how you progress and you add more challenge as you get better. So this is something that I need to think about in the future. As I said, I've been doing the same routine in the gym for about two months. And when it starts to become a little bit easy, I need to think about progression. I need to consider 
maybe lifting heavier weights, making the workouts slightly harder so I don't get used to it. And that's going to be the only way I really build muscle. Because if it becomes easy, then I'm not building any muscle, am I? And it's the same in language learning. I think this is a problem that a lot of people have because what got you from beginner to intermediate is not what will get you from intermediate to advanced, right? So once you learn more English and you need to get to that next level, it's probably time to think about what you can do differently next. If you keep doing the same thing that you did as a beginner, you're not going to see many improvements. You need to think about how you can make your studies harder, more challenging, so that you can learn more. Right? So if you're finding yourself at that plateau, you're stuck at the intermediate level, one possible solution is considering what you can do to give yourself more challenge, but also keeping it fun. I know that word challenge can sometimes sound scary, but when I say challenge, I don't mean boring and annoying. I mean challenges in like a fun, exciting challenge. Okay, so that's one similarity. Progression is a good one. Another example is setting goals. I think in both working out and learning a language, it's important to have goals. And now I don't necessarily mean like a really specific goal, like I want to get to level C1 by the end of the year. I think these goals can be great, but I don't think it's necessary. What I'm thinking of in my head is envisioning what success means to yourself. Envision just means to imagine. Vision means to see, right? See in your head, imagine, envision. So if you're just studying English every day, but you don't really know why, then what's keeping you motivated? Why are you studying, right? What's the point? It's really important to enjoy the process of learning, but I also think the most successful learners and most successful gym goers have some kind of goal or they see themselves using it in some way, right? It can be something simple, like maybe you want to travel to the UK and that's your motivation to learn English. I think that can be a good one. Or just opening yourself up to making new friends in English can be really, really, really useful. However, if you're just learning with no goal, it can be much more difficult. And sometimes I find my, you know, my language study gets a little bit hard and I have to remind myself of some of the benefits. For me, it's always connecting with people. I imagine I'm going to meet someone on the street and have a conversation with them. It happened this week, actually, in Japanese. And those moments really, really motivate me to keep going. But obviously, if I don't meet anyone who speaks Japanese, then I'm not really motivated to learn it, right? Another example, which I find really funny, I've used this one before, is both activities require, need, long-term commitment. That means you have to stay stuck to that goal for a long time. You cannot just try to learn English for a few days and then see if you can speak it. It needs to be a long-term goal. Physical fitness is just the same, right? The more you focus on short-term motivations, the harder it will be. Because let's use working out as an example. This is what I used to do when I was a teenager. I would lie on my floor and do like 50 sit-ups on the floor which is where you're moving forward and using your ab muscles, your core muscles around your stomach to help lift you up. And it really, really burns. It really hurts in a good way. Um, but I would do that and then I would instantly 
like look in the mirror and see, have I got muscles yet? Am I stronger? And I would do that every day, right? Well, not every day. Every, every time I exercised, I would do that. And as an adult, we can see that's a really silly way to exercise because working out should be a long-term commitment. You don't see results after one day. You see them after consistent effort. Mentioned this before, didn't I? Same with language learning. Try to change your mindset into thinking it as a long-term thing, a long-term goal. The more you think about when will I be fluent? When will I get good at English? The harder it will be. Because remember, whenever you say, how long until I can speak English fluently? It's exactly the same as looking in the mirror and seeing if you've got ab muscles. It's not that sudden. It's not that quick. So have that mindset and it will be a lot easier for you. The final point, there, there are many, many more that I could say, I'm sure, but I'll give you one final point now, which is personal growth. This is somewhat unrelated f- directly from the topic of language learning and working out, but both of these can lead to some personal growth, self-improvement and discovery as well, self-discovery. You learn more about yourself. So as a language learner, you're learning new cultural perspectives. You're learning things about languages that help teach you about your own language as well. But I think most of all, it's learning about other cultures and the way in which other people communicate. In doing so, we learn a lot more about ourselves as well and our place in the world, which is really nice. And working out an exercise can give you increased self-confidence and improve your body image, how you view your body and yourself. And this, of course, is a huge personal growth factor, right? And I think language learning is the same. If, if you can speak a language, that's a huge confidence booster. You know that you can do something that many people find difficult. So whether you speak a language or you get muscles or skinny, whatever you want to do, then this can increase your self-confidence and have a big impact on your life. This is why I always talk about the language learning journey. It's a journey, right? It's not just something you do uh, in your free time. It's a journey. There are ups and downs. There are things you learn along the way and you learn about yourself. It's not just about the language. It's a whole big journey. So maybe you could let me know what role exercise is currently playing in your life. Are you exercising right now? If so, do you find it's giving you more motivation to study English as well? And maybe you can give me some tips on exercising and also how not to hurt my neck. Oh, it's still still not great. Yeah, As I said, I think in the private podcast that comes out on Friday, I will talk a little bit more about my personal workout routine right now. And I'll be using some Uh, expressions and words and specific names for workouts in the gym. So you can learn a bit more about that in more detail. If you want to hear that bonus episode, again, that will be out on Friday and you have to become a member to listen to that. So that's levelupenglish.school and there's a members button at the top of the page. If you click on that, then you can find out more and sign up and get access to many, many private podcast episodes. I'll leave you now with a quote from today, which is related, I believe, to both topics, working out and language learning. And this is from Fred DeVito, who says, 
If it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. I like it. Nice one, isn't it? Well, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed this one and I will see you in the next one. Goodbye, everyone. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.